Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Not Your Average Tea Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tabaria, and today the Jets lost again for the 13th time in a row to the New England Patriots. They lost 22-17. to Now, this is going to be my initial reaction without seeing the full game because, unfortunately, I was on a plane coming back from Houston, Texas. Shout out H-Town, great city, and I didn't get to see the whole game. But from looking at everything on Twitter and some of the highlights I did see, I just want to talk a little bit about this game before I go and give it a full watch again and give my reaction to it. But to start off this whole thing, let's start off by talking about Elijah Moore. Here's what he had to say after the Jets lost 22 to 17 to the most hatred rivals. How would you describe your chemistry with Zach on the field? Uh, probably. I can't, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. I don't get the ball. I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm, you know, I'm here, you know, and, and while I'm here, I want, I want to do the best I can. You know, I want to help my teammates out. You know, I love all my brothers. So, you know, we didn't get the win, win today, but, you know, we're trying to focus on the next game. I don't know what this dude's deal is, but it's time for him to go. I know he was their second overall pick last year. However, he's not doing anything to contribute to the problem getting better. Zach Wilson played one of his, he played his worst game of the season. He threw three interceptions against the Patriots. Not all of them was his fault, though. I will say that. Not all the interceptions was Zach Wilson's fault, but ultimately, he threw them. And then after the game, he says that stuff. They ask him what, what your relationship is, and you say, I don't know. I don't get the ball. That's not a leader. No matter how much Salah has wanted to say it, no matter how much of a front he's put on and all of the one jet drive stuff of him being the leader, we'll be as good as we want to be. We got to stick together, blah, blah, blah. He's not a leader. Not making comments like this. And then he chooses after the game to finally speak to reporters. He doesn't do it when they're on their three or four game one streak. He doesn't come out and explain himself then. Why did you make this trade request when your team was winning four games in a row? But then they finally drop one to the Patriots, the most hated rival, and then you come out and try to want to explain yourself. Uh, I don't know about our chemistry. I don't get the ball. It's time for Elijah Moore to go. I doubt that he gets traded before Tuesday. However, off season, he has to go. This dude's a cancer. He's not contributing to the solution at all. So the dude needs to sit down. He needs to go. I don't care where you trade him. I don't care what you get back. Get a third round pick back for him at this point. But he has to go. Get somebody in here who wants to be in here. As Mike Tomlin says, we want volunteers, not hostages. It's that simple. But Zach Wilson, you know, they only lost by five points. Just had a chance to win it at some point. But this is the enigma with Zach Wilson, right? Everybody says, oh, we need him to throw a 300-yard game. We need him to do this. We need him to score touchdowns. This is the game where he gave you everything you wanted. He got you your two touchdowns. He got you your 300 yards, but what did it cost? 
three interceptions in the Jets' loss. He went nine quarters, was it, without throwing an interception? Then you get what you need. 355 yards passing, two touchdowns, 17.8 average, 20 of, 20 of 41, and the Jets loss. I think that the loss of Brees Hall is going to hurt more than anybody wanted it to or anybody was willing to accept it to. However, seeing Garrett Wilson emerge from a little bit of the game I did get to see is a great sign. He stepped up phenomenally in the absence of Corey Davis. Tyler Conklin as well. Denzel Mims had 76 yards somehow. Two receptions, 76 yards. I can't wait to go back to watch this game. This looks like it was a good one. However, the Jets seem to keep shooting themselves in the foot. On the pick six, it was a pick six. Michael Carter intercepted it. Ran it back for a touchdown. The Jets would have been up seven. But instead, John Franklin Myers gets caught hitting Mac Jones too hard or something, Salah said. That's what they told him. And because of that, points off the board, they score. They get the ball back, second half, score again. They double dip us. Ten-point swing. How does that happen to the Jets? And it seems like only the Jets. It can't keep happening. And it seems like it's the same players week after week. If it's not John Franklin Myers, it's C.J. Mosley. If it's not C.J. Mosley, it's Carl Lawson. If these players keep making these same mistakes, how can you justify bringing them back next year? We know C.J. Mosley's gone. Contract is a little bit too expensive. John Franklin Myers got that contract and has been mid ever since. I think the Jets can get rid of Carl Lawson after this year and not have to pay him anything else. It won't hurt too bad. It sounds like a really somber mood, but here's my thing. <sighs> I'm going to be the only person in the world to say this. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I didn't really think the Jets would win this game. I didn't think they'd do it. It was one of those, you tell me things are different, but until you show me, I just don't believe you. I had hoped things would be different. They have the talent for things to be different. But things weren't different. They showed me that it was the same old Jets when it comes to playing the Patriots. They're not the same old Jets. Uh, not this year. This year, I think they're going to be special. So I'm looking forward to rewatching the game here. And, and everybody killing Zach Wilson here, saying Jets need a quarterback. Uh... Zach Wilson's going to have a Geno Smith arc somewhere down the line. I think we all just need to pump our brakes here, all right? I don't know if Tua played this inconsistently, but I know that I was on the internet watching the highlights on Sunday night talking about Tua's not the guy. I was. Now look at him. Everybody thinks he's a franchise quarterback. This is Zach Wilson's 18th game. So technically, it's the start of his second year. Just give it time. Relax. Relax. And I like what Zach Wilson had to say about the whole thing. Do you shoulder this loss? Is this one that you look at? And say, no, but I need, to, I need to play better. How does this loss impact the team's confidence going forward? It doesn't. We'll be good. 
how big a swing was it there around the half where the JFM had the penalty when they pick six. You guys were upset. That's a terrible call, but that's football. It happens all the time. Do you feel you should have ran for it at any point? If it was there, I wish I would have taken it, but we'll watch the film. Where are you guys now? You had know, Ryan Winnie coming in here after four. Yeah, we watch this film, we learn, um, we get better. I get rid of those mistakes. We'll be good. You love seeing a young quarterback who's supposed to be a leader take responsibility for the team not playing well. You love to see it. I love to see it. But here's the thing. They got Buffalo coming to town. And right now as I'm watching this game, it is 24-7. to 7. Buffalo seems like a juggernaut. Seems like they can't be stopped. However, Jets' strength is their cornerbacks. Buffalo's strength, their wide receivers. I'm looking forward to the matchup. I'm not saying that they'll win, but I think it'll be another Jets versus Patriots game. Looking forward to the matchup. Looking forward to what's going to come. But we'll talk about that later. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Not Your Average T-Town Podcast. I'll talk to you soon.